Welcome to Just an Andrew Didn't Tell Podcast. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. Merry Christmas. That's right. I hope you guys had a good <laughs> Christmas out there. Or holiday that you celebrate. Whatever holiday you celebrate, yep. yes. Get ready for the New Year's. Um, I plan on being blackout drunk through a vast majority of this ne- upcoming weekend. Oh, I, was gonna say, I thought you were going to say this <laughs> new year. Huh? Yeah, no. <laughs> this next year is yeah, going to yeah. be you uh, know, really gonna, drunk. Yeah, yeah. The liver is going to hate this That's, upcoming year. Look, New Year's resolution <laughs> on point now. We're going for it. Yeah. It'd be, I'd be easier one to hit than the most of the other ones that I make. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at avgnflpod.com. Go there, check us out, Give us a, go to the places that we uh, have podcasts, give us a like, follow, subscribe, do all the things that make it easy for us. There's buttons there. Um, we are going to be revamping a lot in the off season. There will actually, we are actually going to have to go through a whole, we're going to go through a whole uh, change. But um, it's not going to be too drastic. We're still going to be the same idiots, but... Um, we're going to, we're going to try some different stuff next year, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to school. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, not even, no, not he's even. 100% not doing that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll, 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 hopefully, uh, you know, next year we'll be fresh and ready, but we got a few more episodes before we get to that. Hope you guys did good this week with your semifinals. I was actually in a final and won it. So I'm, whoop, whoop. I'm already a champ. Yes, and uh, I'm, I'm in. I'm a third place champ in that yeah, one. So you are. I'm in three other finals um, this week, and one where I, I win the losers bracket. I get my buy-in back, and I am in the final of the losers bracket to get my buy-in back. I'm pretty hey. pumped. I actually, out of all the, my uh, achievements in fantasy this season. Getting to the finals in that loser bracket yeah. is the one that because my team is a dumpster fire. That's why it was last place in dy- in my dynasty league. I got the number one overall rookie pick, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, if you win the losers bracket, you get your money back." And I went, "Huh?" Oh, yeah, so like- I went to the waivers and grabbed every scrap heap quarterback that was there, every scrap heap Demarcus Robbins receiver that was there, and hey. I have. Patched together a team to get to that final. And I'm going against the seventh seed, which technically was the best team that didn't make the playoffs. So um, hopefully I can pull out that dub. But either way, enough about me. How was your uh, fantasy weekend there, Mr. Baker? It went it went well. I mean, I'm moving on in two, and I'm fighting for third in the, another one. So that's, I'm not mad about it at all. I took third this week in one. Um, so that helps a little bit. Yeah. Every little bit adds up to what oh, yeah. I can afford to play next season. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what we're yeah. all I'm doing is playing for next season. I'm trying that's to leave. It. I'm going to do my best. I've already got some winnings in my my league safe. Um, hashtag not a sponsor, but yes. I'm trying to keep. I'm going to try to keep any monies that I win in my league safe. Yeah. Until I spend it out. Yeah. Because uh, uh, that way, because I'm going to have and, to spend it. Well, that's, I already know that's everything that's there. I'm going to have to respend it this year for my buy-in. So, I'm um, hoping I win enough to cover everything yeah. next year. <laughs> and still have like a little cushion in case I do decide to want to stay in a couple of these. Um, Dynasty leagues that I've already paid for a few years. Yeah, I was going to say, most know. of my dynasties I've already paid for another year, year or even advance. two. Yeah, exactly. 
I paid three years yeah. in, in three of the leagues I joined last year. I paid three years in advance. Just yeah. look, it's going to take me this long to even attempt to compete. Yeah. You know, so well, in, in all the leagues I'm in, just well, all of them except the ones that I commission, um, <laughs> you have to pay for the years that you deal your draft picks. Oh, so you're paying. And like I've already 10 dealt twenty four, <laughs> twenty five, and in some leagues I've dealt twenty six picks. <laughs> so I'm paid in. And, and a few of them up through 2026. So I'm, but that's good because I've already had to pay those. It's out of pocket already. Yeah, it's gone. Most, yeah, you know? so there's a couple dynasties I'll have to buy in again uh, this year. Those will be the ones that I commission uh, com- or commish. And then, uh, commish? Um, and then I'll just have to save up for redrafts for next year. But that's neither here nor there. We are talking about championship week. We are rolling into it. I hope you guys did go on your waivers. Completely dropped the ball on that. That's on me. I did intend to do a quick waivers show um, last night, or not last night, Monday night, Christmas night, and mm. I completely forgot about it. I was doing a lot of traveling, and it just it skipped my brain. But uh, we're gonna try to be better, uh, you know, moving forward next year. We're gonna try to try to get this thing a little bit more organized and try to put out content, even if we just have to do it on my on a phone. To always try to keep stuff going, but you know we're growing, we're trying to learn, and we're trying to provide for you guys and try to be more as as consistent as we can. Again, we 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 do our best. It's hard a lot of times trying to work jobs and whatnot, but if we want to be successful at this at any point, we're going to have to develop some consistency, and that's what we're going to work towards in the upcoming uh, next season. But anyway, let's talk about this week in the news. Um, so some guys that did not practice today, you need to be looking out for. Um, well, we'll we'll get the bad news out of the way. Hawkinson, obviously, I'm pretty sure everyone knows now, out for the rest of the season. He tore ACL and MCL and MCL. It's going to take a couple weeks for him to even get surgery. So there's a chance you don't have Hawkinson at the start of next year. Yeah. Um. You know, it sucks when they when they get injured, but it really sucks when it's this late in the season because you know that it's, it's most likely going to affect the next season. Yep. Uh, Russell Wilson was benched, uh, but and, and, and from what I'm reading online, it's all about um, injury money that he could get if he gets hurt. I think it's like $38 million or something. Thirty-nine. So he's, he's guaranteed $37 million, and if he gets injured before 2025, he's guaranteed an additional – Thirty-nine million, I think yeah. it is, or something like that. Yeah. So they're essentially sending him in case twenty-four so, before twenty twenty-four or before twenty twenty-five. Before twenty twenty-five. Oh, because wow. I think I think the what what I read earlier, and it's just rumors at this point, but is there suspicion that they're going to move away from Russell Wilson next year? Yeah, that they could potentially trade him, and if he does get injured now, they're they're stuck with him they're until twenty twenty-five. Yeah. So they're trying to avoid that to where they can do the something trade right. clause in his contract. Well, I know where the can, rumors also said they tried to sit down with him. And his people <clears throat> earlier in the season and defer that money, basically have yeah. them write it out of the write contract. Out, yeah, and they told him if they didn't, if he didn't, they were going to bench him. And now that they're officially out of the playoff picture, they're, yeah, they're, they're like, going to bench him. And if they're going to try to move on, they want to see what they got instead of him. So yeah, I think we looked. We, me and Terry were looking at it earlier today, and it's like the, the Broncos still have a six percent chance of making playoffs. Oh, really? With wins and losses, exactly. everything working in perfect harmony. Yeah, yeah. It more than likely it's not going to happen. Right, but, right, right. But this is a you know st- strategic like money wise. Yeah, thing that they're trying yeah. to hold on to so they can still afford to compete yeah. later down the line if they do decide to move away from Russell Wilson. So. Yeah, and so he's uh, – so we're going to see what Stidham is. Um, Again? I, yeah. <laughs> well, I did go and try to grab him. I, I tell you, for for your dynasty players, if they're out there, Mason Rudolph you need to grab. Um, 
Jared Stidham, you need to grab. Don't worry about these Nick Mullins. If you're not competing, don't worry about the Nick Mullins and 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 all these older you know guys that are that are just filling in because people are hurt. Even Joe Flacco, I wouldn't even worry about picking up Flacco. Flacco would um, be only if you need him now. <laughs> I mean, if he wins the I mean, Super Bowl, it's going to be interesting what Cleveland does if he takes them all the way to the Super Bowl and wins it. Um, but. Um, but for right now, I, I I'm I went and grabbed Rudolph. Do I think Rudolph's going to end up being the starter of the Steelers next year? Absolutely not. But it's worth the dart throw on the one percent or less chance that he is if he's a free pickup off waivers. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with Stidham. Do, do I think Stidham's going to turn into a starter after two weeks or however many? What we've got three weeks left in the regular season. One, two, two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Week seventeen. Seventeen. Right, then, so yeah. Yeah. My week bad. Eighteen. So we got two more games left in the regular season. Um, do I think Jarrett Stidham's going to go out there and play so amazing that next year the Broncos are like, this is our guy? No. But, again, it's worth a dart throw to throw these guys on your roster. And, and if one of them pans out, but if neither one do, then you just dump them and move on. But well, that's, that's like you said, Mullins. I mean, Mullins in and – In super flexes, I should say. Mullins and Mason Rudolph, I think, are, they're, they're the same age. I think they've been in the league nearly the same amount of time. Really? Yeah. No way. Nick Mullins is like 47. <laughs> no, I think – I, I want to say they were in the same draft class, honestly. No way. I don't, I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying that actually blows I'm, my I'm mind. Pr- I'll pull up Mullins real quick. All right. Uh, you pull up um, Rudolph. Yeah, because so in Mullins, my mind, Rudolph – Rudolph's in like his mid twenties. So Mullins is twenty eight, six years experience. Well, first of all, so I, Mick, Nick Mullins is way younger than I thought. I thought he's yeah. over thirty. <laughs> um, you know, he's twenty eight. And uh, so Mason Rudolph is twenty eight. You're right. Holy okay. Crap. So so they're similar age wise. I guess I guess it's because Nick Mullins looks like a a forty year old. He uh, does look old. You know, yeah, he does. Guy's been doing blue collar work. His he hasn't entire life. aged well. He, he has uh, not aged well. And Mason Rudolph looks like he's sixteen, and he's going to go ask his dad if he can borrow his truck. I think uh, Miles Garrett knocked some years <laughs> off yes. of him. Is what happened. Yeah, I saw a replay of that. I saw on on TikTok somebody did a Mason Rudolph edit. You know, how oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the the beginning of the edit was a slow motion oh, thing God. of Garrett Wilson cracking Mason right Rudolph. across the head. Um, yeah. Or, um, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, sorry. Yeah. No, I, I knew who you were talking about. What did I say? Garrett Wilson. <laughs> that would have been a very intriguing thing to watch, but <laughs> uh, just the fact, just the thought of Garrett Wilson hitting Mason Rudolph with a helmet makes me laugh, yeah, and I don't oh, yeah. even know why. It's but anyway, well deserved, I'm sure. Th- those they're worth dart throws. It just just in case, you know, like Minnesota's definitely all over the place right now, and they've got a, a team that. Is built Mullins is and not I guess doing Mullins great, is worth not, a dart throw too. Not horrible, but they're not. You well, know. the thing you got to consider with these guys too, even Joe Flacco. Like I just said, don't because if yeah. they get knocked out, I really can't see them. They they got too much money invested in Watson. Yeah, well, they'll they'll move away. From, yeah, they, yeah. Flacco's um, and so, but um, if Flacco's if, there next year, he'll be a backup. The, I'm sure, the Steelers and Minnesota both potentially will have openings at quarterback next year. Yeah, uh, Cousins' contract's up. I don't know if they want to pay him. They were talking about getting rid of him the last two years, trying to trade him and move on to other somebody else. So I guess now that I know that Nick Mullins isn't 40, um, <laughs> Nick Mullins, I don't think based off of his play that I've seen thus far that he's going to all of a sudden learn how to not throw interceptions. Yeah, no, he's and, not like a top-tier right, quarterback. But on the, anything, on but. the outside chance that everything clicks and he all of a sudden starts slinging it and they, it takes them into the playoffs and they win because are they still – are they still in the fight for the playoffs? Uh, 
I think they're they're yes, another I, one of those. I think it's a it's a win lose thing. I think at this week will really determine if they're completely out. But I think right. they have a really low shot, but they're, can still yeah, make yeah, it. Yeah, they, they're in that ten percent thing. Yeah, or it's, it's a, and the Steelers still have a really good shot too. Yeah, Steelers are so. eight and seven right now. They're still kind of in the hunt, and the Vikings are seven and eight. So I think it's one of those where it's it's yeah, it's very very rare, very distant. Yeah, it, everything's got to align perfectly, and but I don't think it's going to happen. But again, uh, you know, a dynasty is all about chance. Yeah, I mean, and you're, so you're telling me there's a chance. You're always looking for the diamonds in the rough, and I'm just saying some of these quarterbacks in super flexes, if they're starting now and you, and they're on teams that could potentially have openings next year, yeah, they're worth can. a dart throw. Because worst case, if Mason Rudolph shits the bed in the next two weeks, and just dump him. You exactly. know, we got the, the rookie with draft Mullen, coming up, just and drop him off, be done on. with it. But it's you know, you may want to snatch him up. You know, or, you I mean, hell especially it, if you're out, like in, in Bling today. I don't know if you noticed, but I just went and dumped a bunch of roster. I grabbed and, a couple people. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I was I, out. Oh, and he's bling. going after everybody. Yeah. I got to get something. Yeah, I was out in Bling, so I started dropping uh, Danny, Tommy DeVito, and all because that's the yeah, single quarterback league. The, and yeah. I just started dropping all this dead weight that I was thinking might help me in the playoffs. The um, Kelsey's backup tight end, um, gray, gray, yeah, no, and I was, and I was like, well, let me go pick up some of these young guys that are that are kind of doing something right now. That's well, that's why I went and grabbed Tyler Goodson mainly because you know all the controversy with AJ yeah. Dillon, and he actually didn't look bad the other day when they were playing him. He averaged like Tyler Goodson, yards a, a, a carry. Tyler Goodson plays for the Colts. No. Yes. Pretty sure. Who was that Colts running back that came in and ran with? Um, with um, what's his lips when both the other guys are hurt? Oh my god! That was um, I'm pretty sure it was Tyler Goodson. Because I dropped Tyler Goodson in a yeah. league today to pick up somebody. He else. is on the Colts. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, yes. I don't know why I thought Green Bay. Yeah. He used to play for Green Bay. He Maybe. played for Green Bay last year. I have no idea. He might have been with Green Bay last year. I know he's young, but yeah, he's only got one year experience in the league. Yeah. But. You're right. He did. He ran. Yeah, he was with the Colts. Oh yeah, I was, I was making. I look. I, yeah, you're I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong a lot. So. I got it in my head when I looked him up earlier because he's one of my favorite ones. He's he's still in a Packers. Yeah, I didn't even oh, look yeah, behind that makes him. Sense, yeah, and I just saw yeah. where he's at, and I was like, oh, wait, wait. grabbing young people. I did it in two different leagues. I just leagues, feel good. So. I was actually able to. No, correct you you, you nailed time. it. You nailed it, man. <laughs> Dead uh, up. Um, but yeah, um, real quick before we roll into this is news too. I'm, I'm, I mean, not. I mean, you're listening, yeah. but we're doing both shows tonight. So yes. we're going to try to keep it under three hours. We'll do our best. Our best <laughs> will be. Uh, let's see what we talked about. Hour three. <laughs> we talked about. Yeah. You said Colts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of us, yeah. It'll be the, the last hour will just be about Tyler Goodson. It'll just be Tyler Goodson. <laughs> Remember when I was right? <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah, Russ is benched. Um, so, you know. Yeah, just, if he got you this far, I hope you had somebody hope, else. Yeah, somebody else in your superplex. Yeah, yeah. I hope you can grab or, somebody or else. Your, if he was your main guy, I hope you yeah. I hope there's somebody you can pivot to. Um, uh, Will Levis practiced in full today, so it looks like That's he's going to be good to go for next week. Ramondre Stevenson was officially put on the IR. Why they waited this long? I think it's yeah. been two weeks. It has been. He's yeah. missed the last or yeah, so, last two weeks. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. They're not going to go anywhere. Last three weeks, yeah. Um, let's see. Tyrod Taylor and Jacoby Brissett will be starting this week. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of scary news for Sam Howell owners, man. Yeah, Sam Howell's. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, the The sun might have set on Sam Howell. Yeah, it's 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 sad because he like he fantasy wise he did really well, but he's also sacked 
100 billion yeah, times yeah, this year. I mean, yeah. that, that O-line I mean, that whole just, organization's in kind of disarray. Yeah, their quarterback's a lame duck quarterback. I mean, coach. Their coach is a lame duck coach. And um, then, there's nobody there that's a Howell guy, so he doesn't no. really have anybody rooting for him. And there's anything, a lot of quarterbacks so. coming out in the draft next year, so whoever comes in is going to probably draft somebody. So it's just, you know, how, anybody's got Howell – like me, you yes. know, Start I went out and got and him, but I don't know if you're going to be able to move him in the offseason. Maybe one of those you just hold and hope. And see if he ends up somewhere else yeah. and, you know, gets a, a shot. You know, maybe he ends up at Minnesota or yeah. one of these other He's going to have to be teams. traded. I think he's still got at least one more or two more years on his rookie deal. But, yeah. Um, let's see. Did not practice today. Josh Jacobs still dealing with his quad. Cortland Sutton in the concussion protocol. Uh, Christian Watson still dealing with the hammy. Jalen Reed. Uh, Jaden Reed was uh, also not a practice. Tyreek Hill wasn't, but uh, they say it was mainly for rest. Zay Flowers out with a calf. Keenan Allen also not practicing. I don't expect him to play anymore this season. Hollywood Brown still dealing with his heel issue. Um, Trevor Lawrence uh, dealing with the shoulder. I don't know what to make as far as whether he's going to play. It's still too early because – you know, we keep getting told every week that he's out. Hey, he's not going to play, and then all of a sudden on Sunday he's out there, and then he gets hurt again. Yeah, you don't. So. And honestly, to in my, in my professional opinion, this is the championship. You don't risk. I mean, because like last week he was supposed to, he came in there and he did yeah. absolute garbage and got injured and went out. I mean, it, it just depends on what your options are. But yeah, if yeah, you got better def- options. I mean, if you sitting, if you got Flacco or you got somebody else, well, we're going to talk be... about not playing Flacco today. <laughs> so, I don't know that I would play Lawrence over Flacco this week. Um, because Flacco's playing the Jets. <laughs> yeah, but he's so high powered. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but anyway, Pittman didn't uh, practice. Yeah, that sucks. That Olave hurts. didn't practice. Waddle didn't practice with a high ankle. I don't expect him to play this week. He yeah. may not play the rest of the season. Uh, Chuba Hubbard also did not practice, which is concerning because I have him on both of the teams in the finals, and he's been a big part of me getting there. Um, limited this week, C.J. Stroud. Was limited, uh, or is limited, but at least he's back at practice. Musgrave, Luke Musgrave is back at practice, but limited. A.J. Dillon was limited. Nico Collins, limited. Chris Rodriguez, um, who I who was in a walking boot, um, was limited today. So I don't know. Um, I didn't expect him to be able to play, uh, and he may still not, but the fact that he's limited is interesting. Aaron Jones been limited since week two, so you know I, yeah. I, I don't think his that's play's good. even limited. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> uh, Tua was limited, so you need to monitor that. Brian Robinson back off uh, injury and limited, so I think he's trending towards playing, but we'll see. And then Debo Samuel also limited today, so keep an eye on that. Um, let's see any other news that I missed that you know of? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. All right. Well, let's um, let's move on to fuck that guy. Pow. All right. Well, I'm going to kick it off with a quarterback, the only quarterback on this week's edition of fuck that guy. And man, did he fuck some people's fantasies weeks. Yes, Mr. Brock Purdy. Now, good look. I get it. Not all those interceptions were totally your fault, Brock. Uh, I, even one of them was McCaffrey's fault, but uh, it was it wasn't good. Your O line, you know, big uh, what's his name, Trent Williams went out. Yeah. So that hurt. You had your right tackle had to move to left tackle. He was getting spun like a damn uh, top over there by by um, defensive ends. 
So Patrick Queen was just he, – he had your number when it came to breaking up passes and intercepting. You yep. couldn't complete anything. That Baltimore defense was hype. They were ready. That whole team was. They, they, uh, they caught <laughs> a, a media guy – uh, came out and basically, I mean, just talked stone cold shit about Baltimore. Talked about they were going to get their ass beat and have to go back home after getting their ass beat. And it's like, you know, if I'm a, if I'm playing for a team and I hear some media guy come out and, and talk about how terrible my opponent is and how they're about to get their ass beat, all I'm thinking is shut the fuck up. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Don't give them any more fuel. You know. That, yeah. I remember uh, the Panthers were in the playoffs uh, one year and they were playing in the Eagles. And Sal Palantonio for ESPN basically went on there and guaranteed that the Eagles are going to win, that Carolina was a paper tiger, and all this stuff. Talk mad shit about the Panthers. And then the Panthers went into Philly and beat the Eagles and rolled out. And they, they were like, you know, that kind of stuff is just like, why give them more motivation? So, yeah, exactly. You know, hey, Mike Florio, how about you shut the fuck up and just give analysis instead of talking shit, buddy? But... um but yeah, so so Brock Purdy, you got you were the victim of a lot of things, a poor O-line, some poor pass catching, and your own um happy feet and once you once it once things started falling apart, it just seemed like you you uh it was like a snowball. It just kept picking yeah, up. Just so one after another after another. Yep. So to Mr. Brock Purdy, first time on the list, um we just want to say fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. Like from from my chest. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I watched a couple um, other playoff matches and a couple other of my leagues this week suffer drastically with yeah. Purdy. So he absolutely destroyed. I heard about one where somebody had Purdy and all they needed was was three points to win and whatever their scoring system was. Brock yeah. got less than three points. He Brock got less than zero points. He ended up scoring like. Negative. No. Four I, well. Oh. Well. No. Oh, I'm yeah, talking no. about in that. Oh, like, in it, yeah. Because in a regular league, I think he ended up with close to five in certain oh, some yeah. leagues, like four or five yeah, points. I'm talking about in that specific league. Yeah. He was, yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna bring up another guy that probably hurt a lot of hurt a lot of people because even though he wasn't elite all season for you, he was still pretty regular. I mean, he got you eight to ten, and then with the the change in offensive coordinator or whatever it was, and all of a sudden. He became the dude, and he goes out there and just wrecked Dallas, uh, Mr. James Cook, and then comes into this week and had similar touches. He had five less touches with 60 less yards. I mean, just did not look the same, and he fumbled the ball, so it ended up costing you. So the, the, the seven points he could have got you, yeah, he didn't. That was a weird fucking game for um, the Bills. Like, nobody except Josh Allen – and Josh Allen still only threw for like 80 yards, but he at least rushed a touchdown. So he saved your fantasy. Well, him week. and uh, another guy that I was going to bring up later, you know. Yeah, go ahead and bring him. Throw him I'm, in the I'm, pile. I'm going to throw this. This is going to be a big – we're going to do a potluck of fuck that guy right here. Uh, yes, James Cook, you had you had the attempts, didn't do the work with it. Angie fumbled for us. That hurt us. On top of that, Stephon Diggs still getting targets just not doing much with it like not coming down with them i guess they covered you up i don't know uh but then uh, out of the woodworks out of the blue mr gabriel davis out here just yeah fuck gabriel davis we have fucked these guys man fuck his fuck his on again off again mother like what the fuck it's entirely off when it's off and it's entirely on when it's on how do you call it you can't predict 
you can't predict the Davis at all. Whatever he does, it's on. It's like it's almost like we would need to ask if, um, like, we would have to talk to Josh Allen before the game. Be like, hey, are you playing Gabe Davis tonight? Like in his fantasy lineup, <laughs> and and then he's like, no, no, I put him on my bench, and we're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. nobody play yeah, Gabe Davis. Josh Allen know? has look if if you can hack into Josh Allen's fantasy teams and you see if he benches Diggs and starts Gabe Davis, yeah, then you, <laughs> then know, you know, you know, you know right and he away. He also benched Dalton Kincaid apparently. Yeah, I mean, because what two weeks before this he went zero zero two and one target. That's it. Then this last week six targets, four catches, hundred thirty yards, and a touchdown. The week before that. 12 targets, six catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. The week before that, zero. I mean, like, yeah. the week before that, six targets, two catches, no touchdown. week before that, zero. He's literally gotten more zeros on here. Yeah. For be- and he's played 90% of the snaps, 98% well, of the snaps. he blocks like a boss. He's yeah. might, he might be the best blocking wide receiver in the league. He just – And and, 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 and he, they love and him so for that. He will always be on the field. So maybe it's when Gabe Davis puts Gabe Davis in. He's like, look, man, I need to win this week. <laughs> Put put me in. I need a win this week. I block, but I only want to block some of the time, you know. But yeah, yeah. no, it's. I mean, so from yeah. us here, Mister uh, James, James Cook, Cook, yeah, Stephon Diggs, and Gabe Davis. Yeah. I know you did good, but still, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, fuck those guys. guys. All right. Well, I'm going to hit a couple more running backs here. Uh, Tony Pollard, your season, I don't even know why you're still on this list. I feel like we retired you, and probably should, because your whole season. You, been... you, coming into the season, we're like, oh, Tony, Tony Pollard's got the reins. This dude's going to dominate. He's the best. He's blah, 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 whatever. Well, turns out that's not true. Yep, it didn't um, work. You are not, as the guys say, as the guys, as the kids say, you are not him. You're not him. And, uh, and matter of fact, the only way – you are successful as if him is a, a running back and you're the backup to him. Yep. Whoever him is, they have to be starting, and then you can be their backup, and after they wear defenses down, then you can be good. You can come out there and yeah. blow it out of the water. Yeah, and based off of some of the plays I saw you run this last week, your vision is only slightly better than Najee Harris's because <laughs> Najee Harris has the, the the field vision of Helen Keller. Yes. <laughs> so, And you're just a half a step above because there was one that would have been a guaranteed touchdown on a sweep, and instead of cutting it up in, uh, up inside, you tried to take it to the pylon and went out of bounds. And and it was wide open. Like I did, I did see a, a meme that says seeing Zeke run through six defenders for the Patriots yeah. into the end zone over Pollard completely <laughs> missing a wide open shot is yeah. so Dallas that I don't even know. <laughs> well, that's like I heard somebody say the other day. You know who uh, Dallas really could you you know should have went out and got <laughs> in the trade line could really use to help them get in the playoffs is uh, Zeke Elliott. Ze- yeah, if they went and got Zeke <laughs> Zeke Elliott, they'd they'd really have a shot right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Tony Pollard and then Joe Mixon. So what we know about Joe Mixon is this. If the passing game is clicking, then Joe Mixon can be successful. Yes. But if the defense can key in on Joe Mixon, then he is not successful. No. And so, um, you know, you just have to you have to figure out the matchup. So to Tony Pollard and to Joe Mixon, you know, during the semifinals for all the fantasy lineups that you fucked out there, we just want to say, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. I'm gonna throw um, I'm gonna throw a guy out there who has another one that's kind of been a, for lack of a better term, a hit or miss. Uh, somebody who is elite himself, and I will never take that away from him. But I guess you are not quarterback proof. I mean, I thought even going to the Titans, you had a year last year where we knew you were you were going to be the guy, and Tannehill used you, and then they go with 
Tannehill, Levis, whatever, Malik Willis. This year's kind of been a little bit of a shambles in quarterback situations until they got solidified with Levis. And then even then, you still got up and down weeks, like hugely up and down. 23 points this week, uh, three points this week, yeah. uh, two points next week. I, you can't call it again. I mean, you no. can't trust him in your lineup anymore. And it, it sucks. I mean, it's household name, amazing wide receiver. It's just not. I think. I think it's I think almost time us, to retire. You know, it, well, I, you know, the, the other side is is that it's kind of what was going on in Washington with um, McLaurin. McLaurin. If they're not getting targeted, they can't make catches. So if the, it, it, you know, if you look at those weeks where they're doing good, those are weeks he's getting targeted. Yeah. I don't know that he's had any weeks where he's had a lot of targets that he had a bad week, and so that's the other side of the coin. But again there's the old saying in the NFL that targets are earned. What, what's going on on the field yeah, like, the reason you're not getting targeted? Exactly. Like, are you are you not getting open? Or are yeah, you not you're not able to break away. Or, yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's like I said, this this week was kind of – I had to play him this week, but I kind of – if yeah, I had I, the I option him, yeah. uh, with Tannehill starting, I was like, ah. I have to play know. him next week. Yeah, so I mean, I, 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 I hopefully saw, you get yeah. Levis back because I think there's a little there's a yeah, little Levis is full practice. Levis, so that feels so. better with him with with Levis than. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it got a, a, a whopping two points this last ouch. week and a half point PPR. That it killed me. But yeah. from us here at Just an Average yeah. NFL Podcast to D Hop, yep, fuck, fuck that guy. guy. All right, um, I want to throw in there another older receiver that we thought could be um, quarterback proof, and that's Devontae Adams. Mm. Um, now listen. He was more of a victim of game script than anything else because the Raiders went out there, and once they got the lead, and once they had those those two uh, defensive scores, they just kind of they just played keep away at that point. They did. They just they, like, they were like, we're going to let clock. our we're going to let our defense keep disrupting Kansas City. Kansas City was floundering. I don't you know they just couldn't figure anything else out, and so they didn't even complete a pass for three quarters. So it's hard for Devontae Adams to uh, do anything if there's not balls being thrown yeah. at all. And that's not something he can control. Yeah, but, it, yeah, it's his stat. And, and uh, you got to own, own the stat it. line. You own yeah, the stat exactly. Line. And so to Devontae Adams, it's going to say, you know, kind of soft, but also because it was a semifinal week, a little aggressive, kind of soft, aggressive, um, fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. <laughs> fuck that guy, yeah. And uh, I'm going to go with a, a tight end here. Um, this is a guy who – emerged pretty pretty early and has definitely carried a lot of us who had him to the fantasy to the fantasy championships this guy is probably on a lot of the teams that were competing in the semifinals and may have lost due to this piss poor week this last week the lowest target his lowest targets of the season this last week in sam laporta he got three targets he caught all three of them for 18 yards but i mean that's his lowest other than that, he had four on week five, and then he had five three other weeks. Other than that, you're looking at six, 11, 11, 7, 10, 9, 8, 6, 6, 8, 9. This guy's just super targeted, amazing, and just now we're in the playoffs, and it's like, hey, I, I only want three targets. I'm going to get them all, but for 18 yards, it was just it's such a – such yeah. a well, rough. I think he didn't probably say he only. No, no, yeah, that. no, I know that, but you know, you just, it, it, <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, in, you're here in the championship now yeah. or the semifinals. We need more. And you we need, need more. This. We need it. This is this guy's. He needs his average five targets. Give me that. That's all I ask yes. for. But from us here, yep. to Mr. Sam Laporto. Yep. Fuck, Fuck that, that guy. guy. All right, uh, Debo Samuel. You, your your stat line wasn't horrendous. Um, in some leagues, like a full PPR, you almost got almost ten points. But you're on this because 
I need one more catch, literally just one more point in a full PPR, and I would have won my semifinal. And it was right at the end of the game, and you dropped two. You dropped two passes. One of them was right in your fucking hands. Mm-hmm. And if you'd have caught that, I would have I would have been propelled to the championships. Um, and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, for that reason, strictly just for that, for personal, from 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 me to you, um, a fantasy personal. Like if I if I meet you in public, huh, yeah, no, I ain't I, saying shit. I ain't saying shit. I mean, <laughs> but you know, with all this distance and a microphone in front of me, I'm just gonna say to you, Debo Samuel. Fuck, Fuck that, that guy. guy. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with a, another one who your quarterback did not do well in the start of this game, threw two picks pretty early, and actually got set. And the backup came in, Mr. Jacoby Brissett. And as we saw last week, when Jacoby Brissett came in and owned it and made you the highlight of the whole freaking game, Mr. Terry McLaurin, Mr. T. Lauren, if you will. Um, but a lot of us went out and picked you up, played you. A lot of us had you, played you, needed you. And it just, it, it, honestly, it's sad to say it's kind of been a disappointing season yeah. with Terry McLaurin. And I, mean, I will say this. If you've made it to the finals with Terry McLaurin, this is the week you, you may get your redemption. You yeah. may get your Mike Evans redeemed yeah. week like last year when he put up Mike Evans put up forty five in championship week yeah. after being doo doo buns for the basically the whole season. Yeah, this, um, this could be the yeah with uh, with the brisket coming in. Um, and by the way, for anybody listening to the fantasy footballers, we called him the brisket first. Therefore, <laughs> that's our nickname. They stole that one from us. Yep. We stole the muth from them. And, and probably several, several others. Yeah, I'm sure there's many out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, but, but we had the brisket before them. And they have a whole drop and where's the beef and all that crap. But seriously, we're not. I just want to make sure everybody knows that was ours. We were, <laughs> we, we've been calling him the brisket for for our, over five years. Yeah. Whenever, Back when it was just our league podcast, yeah, we were calling was, him the brisket. It was the brisket and the He biscuit. was the brisket before the, we had the biscuit. Yeah. So, uh, But anyway... The brisket is probably going to hyper-target McLaurin. He's done it every time he's come into a game this season. He's, uh, which I think is only twice. I may be wrong, but he uh, he, he right. hyper-targets McLaurin. So I expect McLaurin to have a good week this week. But anyway, back to you. Yes, definitely. Um, so I was just going to finish it up. From us yeah. to Mr. Yeah. Terry McLaurin. Fuck, Fuck that, that guy. guy. Well, I'm going to close it out with a player that is near and dear to my heart. He's somebody that I admire, I look up to, I think is one of the better uh, people in the NFL, Hall of Fame player. But I think the sun has set uh, for a multitude of reasons, and that's Travis Kelsey. Um, mm. I may be wrong. that He may finish out these next two games, and we see the old Kelsey, and then they roll into the playoffs, and he just balls like he's balled forever. But it, it just – I, I think there's there's a couple things. One, he's he's talking about how he thinks about retirement all the time. So um, any NFL player will tell you once the retirement enters your brain, it's a downhill slide. Yeah. You know, you have to be all in to play this game at a high level, and he's been all in his whole career until recently. Um, and, and number two is he is with the most the biggest – star this world has ever seen in Taylor Swift. I, I mean not she's not just the biggest star of right now. She's the biggest star this world has ever seen. Um and she is 
at the peak and he is hand in hand with her their relationship uh, of course you know everybody talks about oh they're gonna quit showing taylor on the blah, blah, blah. And now we got this taylor curse is the reason blah 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 <laughs> and maybe there's something to it maybe he he's got eyes in, in other directions his uh entertainment stuff his fashion stuff his podcast stuff um i'm not saying that kelsey isn't committed um i'm just saying that <clears throat> there's distractions uh, that whole team is, and and the other side is, is that whole team is is there's something going on. Yeah. But I just I don't know what the deal. You know, I I just think that maybe this might be the last ride with Kelsey. This might be it. And uh, and and it and he's also old as balls. Um, <clears throat> and he's dropping passes. That's the thing. It's not. It's not that. It's it's not that he's like not getting opportunities or whatever. You watch the game; it's, it's like he, these catches that he generally makes, he just mosses and then runs through three guys. He's just dropping. Yeah, it's just um, not, he, he's yeah. just it's like his uh, his mojo's gone. Um, and so I, I just I think the sun is set on, on the Kelsey career. I hope that he he pulls it together for one last ride into the playoffs and uh, and goes out on a high, um, but. It just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, that team just—I don't expect them to get if they make the playoffs because there's—I mean, I think they're still an outside shot. They miss the playoffs. Yeah, but they—if they may get knocked out early, based off the way they're playing. Yeah. Um, and so we'll have to see if they can pull it together. But for the last few weeks, I, you know, I just want to say, as as a like an accumulative thing of, I feel I feel like in the last. I don't know what the the span is. I think it's last six weeks. He is like the tight end nine, which is mm. insane. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, for a healthy Kelsey. But yeah. anyway, to Travis Kelsey right now, um, not a heartfelt. Just because I, you got to be on the list. Yep. But it's not really from the heart. It's just more of a. I just you know just like a, a hug, and then I'm just gonna whisper as I hug you in your ear. Fuck that guy. guy. So there it is. The last two weeks he's been tight end twenty. Yeah, so that's uh that's a uh, I don't know Kelsey might he might be and in contention for the fucking he he hasn't had so. a touchdown since week eleven yeah and he's only got five on the year yeah. which is unheard of it's I definitely mean, unheard of so yeah so yeah it's been rough so to Kelsey to all of them you know here it is fuck that guy fuck that guy all right and from there now we'll talk about some top performers on the week um. I am getting my phone blow up right now. Let me make sure I send a text. It's not anything not like important. That, well, it's, it, it, everything's important, but it's not anything that requires um, immediate attention. Um, I just wanted to let them know I'm doing a podcast and not ignoring them. We'll catch up. All right. Anyway, so we're going into some top performers. Uh, for the week, and uh, I mean, we know who the top performer of the week is. Yes, we, we know do. who is the, the. But we'll start it. We'll start in quarterbacks, um, real quick. And QB one, QB one, right now on the week, Mister High Powered himself, what? Joe Flacco, QB one on the week. Uh, Josh Allen sitting at QB two. Um, Derek Carr. You man, that's just. If you watch that game, 
you would think Derek Carr was like, you're like, this guy is murdering my fantasy team. And he finishes as a QB3 on the week. Yeah. Which is uh, this one of those weird things with watching the Saints offense. Uh, Justin Fields somehow pulled out the QB for the week. I watched that game. It did not look, again, it didn't look good, but I think with his legs and running, um, which is what you do with legs, you have to run. Most of the time. Yeah. I just walk with mine. But <laughs> Yeah, me too. I should probably run more. Uh, Jalen Hurts is, um, you know, doing what he does. That Philly offense looks a little Jekyll and Hyde at times, but Jalen Hurts, uh, he just has that ability to just – Make it happen at any moment. And then that tush push is um, really, really, really dominant. Uh, Jordan Love, QB6 on the week. Russell Wilson, QB7 on the week. Lamar looking to try to make that MVP push. Finish the week out at QB8. Bryce Young gets into the top ten out of nowhere. Wow. Actually, Flash, he showed this week it, it, what I've been a, looking for all fucking season. They looked season. a lot better this I've week been than looking they have for in a while. Well, and he, I'm not saying he looked like the number one overall pick, but he looked like a first-round quarterback. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, he still missed some throws that he shouldn't have missed, but he was making throws that I've been looking for him to make. Deep outs, um, you know, Stuff down the seam, just you know. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that's uh, um, him moving and getting some other people in the offense involved too. That's what yeah. I liked. I mean, you got to hear a lot more from DJ Chark. You saw yeah, Tommy DJ Trimble balled out. Tommy yep. Trimble got involved a yep. little bit more. I mean, there was there was Tommy other... Trimble, another sneaky pickup in Dynasty. I think we'll we'll talk about him and uh, as far as Baker's bottoms are concerned too. Yeah. So. Uh, Matt Stafford still on that roll. He's still rolling. Uh, coming at QB 10, Nick Mullins, QB 11, and then Kyler Murray sloppily at QB 12. Mason Rudolph helped get me to get me a championship at QB 13. So there's that. Yes, yeah. All right. Running backs on the week. Let me switch this to a half point PPR. Brees Hall dominating with catches. Um, d- did some pretty decent running. It's about time after that yeah, week that, he had last week. As the uh, RB one on the week. Christian McCaffrey, about the only thing good coming out of the 49ers offense this week as the RB2 in the week. Jameer Gibbs, another couple touchdowns. Yeah. I think uh, some, uh, week since week seven of this season, he's been the RB3 on the season. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's uh, – he, He's definitely been balling. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and to be clear, when we were talking about Jameer Gibbs not being worth uh, the, the picks was in the, the draft picks was in redraft – Begin before the season started, which he wasn't worth where he was being drafted. Yeah, but that didn't mean that he wouldn't become worth that. Anyway, yeah, I guess if he ends up winning a championship, then he's worth wherever the fuck you took him. Derrick Henry getting back in the saddle for a little bit and coming in RB four on the week. James Conner, he's getting all the work in Arizona. Um, so you, you know he's definitely a volume play, but he's actually being involved in the passing game, which is good. So he's uh, RB five on the week. Chris Rodriguez with Washington, the rookie running back. He's, uh, he's another uh, pickup in Dynasty you should be looking at. Uh, RB6 on the week. Khalil Herbert, um, Dante Foreman, for personal issues, d- didn't play. Didn't yeah. play. And then um, – Herbert looked like Herbert again. Yeah, all, uh, and also Dante Foreman was back at practice today. So, um, Saquon Barkley, RB8 on the week. Rashad White uh, coming in at RB9 on the week. I mean, he's he's just – he has definitely exceeded my expectations for, for him season. on the week. Yeah, yeah he's the definitely. Uh, Zeke Elliott, I mean, hey, he he could be winning people's shit. He could be the league winner. He's He could be one of those players that we talk about. No one expected Zeke to be a league winner. Right. And it looks like he could be a league winner for people. Kyron Williams, he's still out there just, you know, monstering it every week. 
Bijan. Hey, guess what? When you use Bijan, um, he does good, Arthur. <laughs> uh, but right up under him, Tyler Algier. <laughs> so, I think Algier had a couple big plays. I don't think it was necessarily um, anything special. But, you know, Atlanta, look, I'm telling you, Arthur's going to do just good enough to keep his job. Uh, Zamir White with um, Jacobs out coming in to RB15 this week. Um, they ran the, the shit out of the ball. After they got that lead, Aaron Jones, RB 16 on the week, David Montgomery, RB 17 on the week and, uh, Najee Harris, RB 18. Um, and we'll, we'll go ahead and finish out the top 20 Gus Edwards at 19 and then Chuba at 20. So there's the top running backs on the week. Wide receivers, Amari Cooper, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Just all the points. <laughs> I played against him in our home dynasty and I got, rolled yeah <laughs> uh george pickens also balled out this week yes he did um he didn't have to block but he did catch some touchdown passes <laughs> puka nakua getting back into the swing of things balled out dj chark we talked about hadn't hadn't I, nobody had him in a lineup and he just showed up to be, be the wide receiver four on the week right mike evans this guy is absolutely dominating this season um Wide receiver five. Justin Jefferson get back in the swing of things with wide receiver six on the week. Calvin Ridley, out of nowhere, he's another one of those hot or cold receivers. Yep, all over the place. Yeah. Um, wide receiver seven on the week. Amon Ra, steady as he can be at wide receiver eight. T. Higgins without Chase, um, Jamar Chase out there coming in at wide receiver nine on the week. CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver ten. Um, he's just staying consistent. I mean, it was really on the back of a couple big plays, and then he was non-existent for like the the rest of the game that he was in. But he did it when he needed to. Gabe Davis, you know, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, wide receiver eleven on the week. Chris Olave, wide receiver twelve. KJ Osborne. I think Addison went out of that game, if I'm not mistaken. He did with an injury, um, and I don't think he's going to play this week. I, it should have been in the news. So uh, Osborne could be a pretty decent pickup in some leagues if he's out there. Zay Flowers. Um, Wide receiver, 14 on the week. Demarcus Robinson, this guy, he is the Joe Flacco of wide receivers. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> he showed up. He just shows and, up. And, 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 you know, it just shows that maybe if Demarcus would have been drafted to a team, whichever team he was, uh, Stafford was playing for when he came in the league, that maybe Demarcus Robinson would be considered one of the better receivers in the league. Yeah. Because Stafford loves him. He does. Uh, Darius Slayton. Um just out of nowhere, but uh, look, a couple of big plays, and Darius Slayton's going to, you know, be there. Woo! There goes my microphone. Wide receiver sixteen a week. <laughs> um, let's see, wide receiver seventeen. Rashad, Rashid Shahid. Uh, the dude's fast on fast. It doesn't take much. Romeo Dobbs, wide receiver um, eighteen. Devonta Smith, nineteen. All three of them are actually tied in a half point with the same amount of points. And then uh, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver 20, but he was coming off an injury. Um, I expect him to be ready this week, especially with Waddle being out. Yes. And then the tight ends will just hit quick, fast, and in a hurry. Kittle, tight end one on the week. Chig Okonkwo, tight end two. Njoku doing what he does. He's just been on a tear, especially with Flacco in that high-powered offense. Tight end three. Juwan Johnson, again, hot or cold. Tight end four, Cole Komet, tight end five. He was on my bench. Evan Ingram, tight end six. Kyle Pitts, tight end seven. Logan Thomas, eight. Lucas Kroll, out of nowhere for Denver, tight end nine. And then Dallas Goddard, tight end ten on the week. So there you are. There's the top performers. 
right, so let's get some toast or roast. Toast or roast. So I'll kick it off with my don'ts. Um, I said don't play Sam Howell at the Jets. They they got your they knew they heard you. I hope you didn't play Sam Howell at the Jets. I told you not to. He put up a whopping point two. He didn't even play the game really either. He, threw two, he yeah. was like two interceptions. All right, I'm out. And yeah. then he left the game and that was also my concern that he would get benched. All commanders, I said don't play them. And I was for the most part I was right. McLaurin had six and a half, Dotson four one four point one. Samuel had two point six. I think Logan Thomas was okay. Um and then uh I would have never cast if you played Chris Rodriguez and he and you got that nineteen from him then good on you. You yeah, made a hell of a play. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh our Carlos Rodriguez. Uh, is it Chris or Carlos? Either way, C Rodriguez. I think it's Chris, but And yeah. then uh Gibson put up nine point seven, so he was all right for you, but um I'll take I'm gonna take a toast on all that. Yeah, you definitely toast yeah. that. The Jets are a good team to avoid. So how'd you do on your bottoms? So I said they were trending towards using this guy a lot more frequently in Isaiah Spiller against Buffalo, and they didn't use him. They said Eckler's back. Why not just use Eckler the same we've used him, but give him more of the pass work again? So Spiller didn't do shit for you. He got you one point. Sucks, but I tried. I also said tight end Adam Troutman. Maybe it's one of them weird weeks where he shows them and gets you a touchdown. No, it was Luke Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the wrong mysterious tight end. You should have just said a Broncos tight end. A Broncos backup <laughs> tight end somewhere back there. Somebody other than Dulcich. Yeah. You go grab him. But yeah, no, and he got you zero points. Mm-hmm. But I did say, hey, look, this guy's only owned in 2% of leagues, and Darius Slayton's going to have himself a week. Well, that was a good call. And he fucking had himself a week. 16 yeah. and a half points and a half point PPR with the touchdown. And I don't, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know if it was on the shoulder of DeVito. I think it was when Tyrod came in. It kind of took over. And this can, this can yeah. roll. I mean, Slayton's had a couple big weeks this season and kind of been used. Well, again, it's that whole intermittently, thing. It, you like, Tyrod has been thrown to Slayton and at practice, practice all, all season. the time. So, yeah. Yes. And, and Slayton's not. Slayton's not a terrible wide receiver. No, he he flashed back with Daniel Jones last year. I mean, there was two years ago his rookie year, three years ago his rookie. In the right system, Darius Slayton could be a really like if you if you serviceable. Oh yeah, even better wide receiver. Yeah, put him on the fucking Chiefs. If if Darius Slayton was on the Chiefs, he would be dominant. He would be. I I, I will stand behind that. Yeah, if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, that's the problem with with Slayton. He would definitely be. Every thirteen seconds, he gets hurt. He'd be way more of a monster than they're getting out of Kadarius Tony, bro. (laughs) But yeah, all Giants. Give me a couple weeks to learn the playbook. I feel like I could do better than Kadarius (laughs) Tony. I can't run faster than Kadarius Tony. (laughs) You shouldn't have to. Just out and turn. Kadarius Tony could give me. We could be running a forty-yard dash. He could give me a four-second head start, yeah. and he could still beat He'd me. Still beat you, but <laughs> but the thing is, all you got to do is be able to run out two yards and turn and mm-hmm. catch the ball when it's in your hands, yeah. and you'll do better oh, than yeah. Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Oh, as, and if I don't, then I'm just as good. You're just you're the same <laughs> as him. But yeah, no. So I mean, if you played Darius Slayton, you got a little points off. I mean, he did good enough to accommodate for all three Baker's bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, All right, well, I'm going to toast so you. A toast on one Get and a boo on two. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, well, I'm going to get my boo out of the way, all get, my smashes. I, you only got one boo on your smashes? I only got one. That I'm, I'm going to, yes, I only got one. Okay. So my one boo is uh, James Cook. Uh. <laughs> 
I said play James Cook at the Chargers. He got you five fancy points. Oh, yeah. My bad. Oopsie poopsie. But I'll take the toast. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he was at like the, the quarterback 13. I get it. But, you know, depending on what your format was, he scored you around 20, somewhere between 19 and 23 points, which I'll take that. I'll take it every fucking week. I count that. Yeah. It may not be a smash, but it definitely had a boost. So I get a little bit of a toast. Hey. A little bit. Tink, 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 tink. All right. Um, and then my wide receiver smash. Well, that's the smash. T. Higgins. Oh, yeah. Smash. Yeah, he was a top 10 this week. And then in Joku, he was a top five. Yeah, smash. 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 So I'll take all of that. Let me get a little bit. Well, I had two uh, smashes that worked out and two that did not. I mean, so I said smash, step on dicks. And he got you a whopping 6.4 points. I think it was like wide receiver yeah. 62 on the week. I thought it was going to be a bounce back week too, and it, it was just, not. It did not happen. Apparently, I should have said smash Gabe Davis, but <laughs> I didn't, so here we are. Um, and then I also said smash Patrick Mahomes. It's Vegas. There's, I don't know what's going on with Vegas right now these last four weeks or so. They are an something's, inspired defense. Something's turned around. They are, yeah. And they're on fire. And Patrick Mahomes got you. He got you eighteen point seven in, in most in most formats, but yeah, which is still QB nineteen on the week. Like it's yeah, still we're gonna get you a little bit of give me the boo, give me the boo. But where I did not miss was my running back smash. Uh, Rashad White finishes RB seven on the week. Had a big week. And my tight end. My tight end was just over all the other tight ends. He was tight end one. George Kittle. <laughs> Had a big week with no touchdowns. Yeah. No t- he got targeted a lot. He come down with a lot of passes. He looked great out there. And that's what I kind of, when we talked about it before the podcast last week, I was like, look, I know the Ravens are a tough defense, but they haven't played a tight end. Like, really, you know, so, bam, 16.1 points. Love it. Tight end one on the week. All right. Let me get you a little bit of toast on those. Toasty, toasty. All right. So, the next thing on the list we're going to hit is key games. Nice. So, I'm going to try to focus on some games that have some big fantasy players in there instead of... Usually, I look for... Excuse me. I usually look for top games. But I think what I'm going to... I think I'm going to change how I do this. And I'm going to start looking for games that have players, fantasy players, uh, uh, you know, a majority of what we're looking at. And going into championship week, the first game I want to look at, this is a Saturday game, Saturday night. Um, well, you know, we do have the, we'll start at the Thursday. We do the prime time Thursday night game. You got Trevor Simeon, Joe Flacco. We're going to talk more about Flacco later, but I can tell you, I would not want to play either one of these quarterbacks in this matchup. If you're playing either one of them, you're super desperate, but I would even pivot to either brisket, the brisket or Tyrod away from both of these guys. But we'll talk more about that in a minute. Brees Hall. Yeah, you're playing him. Absolutely. Um, Jerome Ford, if you got him, you got this far, you're playing him. But he has had a rough couple of weeks. Um, uh, You know, he had nine fantasy points last week and seven the week before that um, after doing pretty decent for the majority of the season. So, you know, against the Jets, I don't expect him to all of a sudden have a better week. But I will say that there's one place that the Jets are more susceptible, and that is um, in the run game. So the – 
the yeah. So I mean, maybe maybe Ford goes out there and does does his thing. I would still play Garrett Wilson if I had him, unless he got super better options. I think he could probably just be volumed into a decent week, but I wouldn't expect anything super on the upside. And then I don't expect uh, Amari Cooper's. You know, if he plays, it's a Thursday night game, so you got to look and see what's going on with that. I, I mean, it's going to be hard to sit him after a fifty point week, yeah. but. <laughs> I don't expect another but fifty it point is, week. It is a tough, yeah. tough, tough matchup. So. And then, and uh, I'm definitely playing in Joku. So, um, but yeah, that's that game. That's that's the fantasy viable of that week. So the next game on the slate again is a, a Saturday night game, which is essentially your Monday night game. You know, keep in mind there is no Monday night game uh, this week. All the games will be done at the end of Sunday. Um, but the Saturday night game. The only Saturday game is the Lions eleven and four at the Cowboys ten and five. Both these quarterbacks are going to be in your lineup, Golf and Prescott. This is the highest over under on the week as well. I think mm. it's currently at like fifty three, which is pretty high. Um, Gibbs, yes. Montgomery, yes. Pollard, I mean, yeah, you're going to play him. Yeah, get him out there. <laughs> uh, uh, Saint Brown, yeah, he's out there. Ceedee Lamb, yes. The the real question is, what do you do with guys like Brandon Cooks? You know, Brandon Cooks. Uh, down, down, down. Good week, and then going against Detroit. So I'm, pro- I mean, when I say good week, he had ten points last week in a full PPR. And that was with a touchdown too. Yeah, and so. so I mean, if you've been playing Brandon Cooks and you got this far, you're probably just going to keep riding with him. Uh, I don't really want to play any other wide receivers on the Lions side of the ball. You know, maybe if you're looking for an upside, you play Jameson Williams and hopes he gets a, a long touchdown or two. Yeah. Um, you're playing Laporta. Yeah, he had a bad week last week, but you're hoping for that bounce back. And you're playing Ferguson. Both these tight ends. Um, we'll talk about Ferguson later too. So okay, um, both these tight ends are in play for sure. So uh, next one we're going to talk about the Dolphins eleven and four at the Ravens twelve and three. Uh, why won't it load? There it goes. Uh, I need to monitor Tua, but I will say he's not on my don'ts. But I, if I could pivot away from Tua, if there's, I don't know, I don't know who off the top of my head but it's, it's going to be tough against this defense it is um, I, I don't know i think if uh waddle misses it's definitely gonna yeah you got definitely waddle gonna missing. hurt to uh um, yeah it, i think it might help hn though i think he becomes one yeah, of the i mean i'm not more looked at i'm targets. looking to play an hn or mostert for sure um and gus edwards um something just came across the wire it says russell wilson expects to be released in march yeah <laughs> um lamar jackson yeah you're playing him Justice Hill, I'm, he gets a lot of work and doesn't get any fancy points. <laughs> so I, I dropped him on a, a couple redrafts I was in to pick up better options. Yeah, last week was his best week of the season, I think, and it was on the shoulder of three targets. No, it wasn't. Three his, receptions um, for 31 points. No, his best week was week one, actually, oh, uh, yeah, fantasy yeah. points-wise. Yeah, which wasn't much better than last week. <laughs> and he had two touchdowns that week. <laughs> that was my food. Thank you. Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, yeah. If Waddle's out, he's yeah, going to be oh, only yeah. off, the only show in town. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, but you're playing Tyreek. This, this, we don't even need to talk about that. If Waddle's out there, I'm playing him. Uh, I, I'm, oh, yeah. Unless I, I will say this. if I if, Say you're in a situation you got McLaurin on your bench and you haven't been playing him and Waddle's – with dealing with his high ankle, if he decides to play, I don't know how – I don't know. I'd rather play yeah, McLaurin what with, you trust with, with brisket yeah. than, yeah. Um, than Waddle with a high ankle, so – um, here's one. Here's a real question for you. What do I do with Durham Smythe? 
<laughs> Durham Smythe the last two weeks has had four targets and five targets. He's caught all nine of his targets the last two weeks. No touchdowns. Well, He's not like lighting up the – but he was tight in 15 last week. This is this is in the absence of Hill. Hill didn't play last week, and Hill missed most of the game week before with his ankle injury. He came okay. in for two plays, so I think this is more because, you know, you, it's, well, the targets got to go last somewhere. Week. Oh, he did play he last didn't week. Play the he week didn't play week before that and then yeah. missed part. So I don't know what happened last week. Yeah, because Tyreek had 14 targets this last week. When did Waddle go out this last week? Maybe it's when one or the other is missing. Smythe becomes that, that safety Maybe, valve. Yeah. Where it falls he, um, I mean, Waddle only played 43% of the snaps. He only had four targets. So, yeah, so, maybe so if that's, he went out late, then maybe yeah, that's where I guess the targets I, come in. I will at. say if Waddle don't play and you look for a sneaky tight end it play, might, then maybe Smythe's Smythe may work out. Yeah, exactly. And then Isaiah likely, yeah, you're playing him. Uh, let's see. Let's move into. We're not going to really. We'll talk about the Patriots four and eleven. The Bills. There's only. We're just going to talk about the fancy players. Josh Allen's in. Yep. Zeke. Yeah, you're playing him. Yeah. I mean, he's getting all the volume. Um, and, and he's getting tons of targets. Uh, James Cook. You're hoping that he has a bounce back, but you're playing him. The real question is, is do you just keep rolling with Diggs? <laughs> Diggs. <laughs> listen. Here's in a full PPR. Here's here's uh. The last three weeks, 6.4, 8.8, 8.9. Something's got to give. I yeah. mean, you think – I mean, he's still getting targets, so that's the – that's what I don't True. understand. It's, it's all like on the line I guess you're going to ride with Diggs. I mean, you, just, you got yeah. to, yeah. I mean well, – How you feeling about Demario Douglas if you're in some double flex deeper leagues? Demario Douglas has had nine, nine, five, and eight targets in the last four weeks that he's played. I I like – I, I don't yeah. know. I like this guy. I do Once too. he gets the ball – yeah. With even without space, he's so he's so shifty. He he move he advances. I mean, yeah. every time he touches the ball. So, I think they need to get him the ball. I mean, this you know nine targets and all that stuff is good, but these are like Zappy and Mac Jones targets. Are like, you playing Gabe? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> what about Dalton? Kincaid I, I'm or, not. Um, ever since. Dawson Knox's comeback. Dalton Kincaid went from seventy eight percent of the snaps to forty nine to forty two. He went from eight targets to two targets to two targets. Yeah, and I mean, but it's weird because Knox isn't getting like all the targets either. I mean, he's gotten three zero and two. Yeah, the three weeks he's been back. So I mean, I just I don't trust it. I, it's so weird. It's like one tight end and they get all the targets. Two tight ends are like, ah, eh, neither one of y'all need targets. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Um, what what uh. If you had Hunter Henry, who the last he didn't play last week, but the week before they had nine targets, seven receptions, um, and a touchdown. He had two touchdowns a week before that. He's finished his tight end four the last two weeks he's played. If you had Hunter Henry or Dalton Kincaid, who are you putting in the lineup? Henry against the Bills or Kincaid yeah. against New England. Yep. With Knox out there as well. Yeah. Can I can I put in Smythe? <laughs> would you play Smythe over both I, of them? I, I think I would, if Waddle, if does Waddle play. doesn't play, I take a shot on Smythe over both wow. of them. Wow, okay, really that's would. interesting. Just because interesting. of just because of where everything's landing right now, and plus the Dolphins got a lot more to fight for. New England doesn't really have to fight at all, and the Bills, I think there, it's going to be a over in the really early. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really quick early game, and it's going to be running I mean, the whole time. First of all, there's nothing Bill Belichick lights more than beating the Bills. Oh yeah, no, I so know that. There yeah. is a little bit of that, but and their defense is their defense is pretty stout. I mean, it's it's not been amazing, but it's been pretty stout. So, <laughs> uh, let's see uh, the Falcons seven and eight at the Bears six and nine. Um, you're playing Justin Fields. Uh, if Dante Foreman is healthy and playing, I'm not I'm not playing any running backs. 
out of that backfield for the, the Bears. Uh, Bijan, yeah, I'm playing him. What are you doing with Drake London against the Bears? I don't know. I'm, I hate it that he's got so much talent. He had 11 targets three weeks ago, and then he's had three and four. It, it's so – I don't know. And those 11 came on the shoulder of what's-his-name, Ritter, and now they're starting Heineke. Yeah. And, but, I mean, but last week even it though, was Ritter. It's like I don't, I, don't know, I don't really know where to go. I don't trust it. I think if I'm in a playoff match and I have Terry McLaurin or – What if you I had mean, Demarcus Robinson or Drake London? Would you bench Drake London for Demarcus Robinson? This week, who the Rams championship play? game? It's championship game. Rams play the Giants. Yeah, you would, you would bench. I would I would bench. Okay, I, I would play Demarcus Robinson. I just, Rams I, against look, the Giants. I have a team called Drake to the Heart, a Vampire League team. I got that. That's a decision I can actually make. I I would <laughs> I would one hundred percent to play Demarcus Robinson against the Giants this week over Drake London. I might have to. I'm gonna have to examine that. There's, I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have a, to dig into that. That's a lot of. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna bite my lip and I'm just gonna go with it and turn yeah. away. But I'm yeah. not gonna do it till Saturday morning or Sunday morning. Yeah, you right know, before like, the game. Right before the game. <laughs> that way, there's no turning that back. Way I don't because, have to keep looking at the it, yeah, exactly. If you change it today, it, yeah. if you change it today, change you're it gonna go change it back. Oh, that's it's, a you're good definitely point. gonna change it back. If I keep looking at Drake London on my bench, exactly, you're gonna be like, I gotta put this guy in. I didn't even think about it. If that's a decision you make, you, you have to make you it have day to of. do it the day like of, five like minutes right before. before everything starts. Yep. You need to tell yourself you're going to do it, but don't do it until yeah. it comes down to the, it. The last time you're checking your lineups, just do it and then close the app and, and throw and your phone. And just walk away. <laughs> just walk away. I mean, look, Demarcus Robinson against Cleveland, Baltimore, Washington doesn't really count because their defense sucks. And New Orleans, three top defenses scored yeah. 16, 15, and 22. Yeah. I mean, like, dude's this on a is, heater of heaters, you right? Can't, he is the Joe Flacco of wide receivers. It's, it's so hard to turn that down when you look at Drake London's last four weeks and he's like six, eight, and five. You know, it's like. Well, no, I mean, three weeks ago he was. You know, he did have he one. Was 29. He, he had one big week. But before that, he's 1.8. And yeah. then he's been five and six. So. You can almost go through a season and it's been like hit or miss, hit or miss, hit yeah. or miss. Since Demarcus Robinson's been with the Rams and active playing the games, he's averaging double digit points yeah. every week. So Yeah, he's getting the opportunity. I think it's championship week. I mean, even, even with Tutu Atwell coming back last week, they were like, we don't care about yeah, you. It doesn't even matter. It's all about Demarcus. He's got the ceiling Stafford, and he's got the floor. Stafford only has eyes for Demarcus. I think he has the ceiling and the floor yeah. in that. In that particular right. instance, DJ me Moore. Personally. Yes, you're playing DJ yes. Moore. You're hoping he's healthy. Cole Komet. I benched him. I won't. I made that mistake. Yeah, you uh, make that mistake. I played. I played Tanner Hudson over him last week. Well, he was dealing with an injury. Yeah, Tanner yeah. Hudson was playing on a Saturday. Komet was playing on a Sunday, and I didn't know for sure. And that was the only two tight ends I had yeah. worth anything. So I had to decide if I was going to risk not having a good tight end. Or play Tanner Hudson on Saturday, and I made the wrong decision. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. what's, I think I think Komet's probably the second target on that team right now. Right now, yeah, he is the number two. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I, I really don't want to play Pitts. He had an okay week this last week. Um, would you play Pitts or Smythe if uh, Waddle's <laughs> not out there? Pitts against Chicago or Smythe. I think it would depend on if I need a floor or a ceiling. I think I think Smythe, if Waddle doesn't play, Smythe, Smythe is has a floor play. Yeah, Smythe is going to be comfort. Yeah, that makes Pitts sense. Pitts is going to be like, maybe I get a touchdown out of him this week, you know. Yeah. In hopes. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Let's let's scroll on. Let's scroll. Let's, let's go ahead and bump all the way to uh, the San Francisco 49ers, 11-4 at the Commanders, 4-11. Purdy, this, hey, look. 
if you if you're looking for a bounce back, <laughs> there's no better bounce back than the Washington Commanders. True that. I True feel that. like I don't know if this is. It could be wrong, but I just believe that that San Francisco is about to beat the dog shit. Just the absolutely annihilate. Yeah, but it could make go them wrong. rethink football in general. Yes. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe we're not a football team <laughs> now. Now it could go wrong. It, it could be one of those situations where they have full intentions of doing that, and then a couple picks into it, and then all of a sudden Brock Purdy melts melts down again. Um, I but I don't think that's going to happen. They're all in play. Purdy's in play. McCaffrey's obviously. You're not benching that. Debo Ayuk. We'll talk more about Ayuk later. Kittle, yeah, they're all in your lineup. If you made it this far with Purdy still as your quarterback, this is the week. This was the week when you when you decided that Purdy was your guy and you looked at the future schedule. You said, if I make it a championship week with Purdy, it's against the Commanders. Yeah. and But you didn't expect the week before that he was going to shit all over the Just, field. And take you out of playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Potentially. Yeah. But like, if you made it, if, if you somehow if you're, squeaked by, maybe. If for some reason, just before the game, you sat Purdy and played somebody yeah, else. Yeah, maybe you were smart. Maybe you're like, well, Baltimore's tough. I'll, I'll sit him this week and play Flacco. Mm. And this week, you're looking and you're like, do I play Flacco against the Jets? Do I play Purdy against the Commanders? Stay with why you have Purdy. Exactly. Play him this week. Ride it out. Yes. Um, well, I mean, if if the Washington Commanders do get an interception, it will be one of their six this year. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say three of them came off of Ritter. <laughs> so there's there's what you get. That's where your comparison is. And one of them came off of Simeon last week. So, oh, wow. I mean, that's who, that's who they've intercepted this year. Oh, and, and Josh Allen. Everybody intercepts Josh Allen. Well, yeah. So that doesn't count. I've got three against Allen. E- exactly. <laughs> I mean, we can all just pretend to play football and intercept Josh Allen. Yes. But uh, they got three off of Ritter, one off of Simeon, and one off of Josh Allen. So, I mean, I don't think yeah. they're going to get one off party. Yeah. I really don't. But um, uh, The running backs. I don't know. What to do? I don't expect Rodriguez to play, but again, he was limited today. There's a chance that all three of these guys are in this game, and if all three of these guys are in this game, Brian Robbins is probably the only one I want to play, and it's going to be scary. Yeah, it's coming off the injury. I don't even yeah. really know, like, what the actual injury. What, like, you know, they tell uh, you, you know, he's dealing with a hamstring, but, but like, what was the injury? You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? I know he went out of the game early. It's a hammy. That's what oh, I'm you're saying. Brian like, Robinson or Rodriguez? Brian Robinson. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. But he's missed three weeks because of this, whatever it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Rodriguez did not practice today. I'm sorry. I, I must have read that wrong earlier with his ankle. So I don't expect him to play this week. Yeah, so he more than likely isn't going to play. We don't really know if Robinson's going to play. We don't. Because like I said, but he's he already was, missed three he weeks. He was limited today. Yeah. And he wasn't limited last week. And Antonio Gibson isn't a good running back. He's a good pass catching back occasionally, but he's not a good running back. But if he's the only healthy choice out there, ride it. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, I, I've been riding him in that league. I was telling you where I was trying to win the loser's bracket with a shitty roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antonio yeah. Gibson's been basically carrying me. Just, oh, that's, just yeah. off of, you know, this dude's 10, 8, 10. Yeah. It's, uh, 5, it's, 7, yeah, it's, no, no, 9. No. I'm yeah. just talking about these last three weeks. It, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that has helped – the absence me. of yes. Brian Robinson has yeah. helped him Gibson. and Chuba Hubbard yeah. have carried. Chuba's actually surprised. I know really good that's what I'm year. saying. If he doesn't play, but yeah, I, I figure if Brian Robinson's healthy, I'm going to play him. But um, yeah. I'm playing McLaurin this week. I don't want to touch any of the other wide receivers if I don't have to. Um, and then Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas or Smythe. 
since that's our, our bar this week. <laughs> that's where Smythe without at. Waddle or Logan Thomas? Uh, I mean, he got six targets last week and caught five of them, given it was only 36 yards, but a touchdown was involved. So Yeah. Um, And it's against San Francisco. I don't necessarily know he's going to have that red zone opportunity as frequent as he could. Yeah. Yeah. I might. I don't know. This might be the line. <laughs> is it? The, this, is this, this might line? be the line where it's Logan like, Thomas is. They're equal. Like, they're equal. Like it, it'd be like. <laughs> I, they're the Spider Man meme. They're the Spider Man meme. They're like week seventeen. This is us. You know. I yeah. just. I just okay. feel like All right. that makes. But we found the line. I, yeah. Exactly. I think this is All the right. opportunity where I feel I would feel confident. The same confidence. In playing in both. either one, okay. you know, with you. with percent, with percent. There's starting. no upside. There's no floor. You feel like they're the they're same just, either way. They're good. I think they both walk out of this with if he's missing Waddle and Brissett's starting, and it all goes the way that it should or, or does or whatever. We're looking at twelve points each, and a, you know, <laughs> four point PPR. Maybe one gets thirteen, the other one gets ten. You know, it's, yeah. it's going to be within three or four points of each other. All right. So, well, next uh, next game we're going to talk about is the Steelers eight and seven. The Seahawks eight and seven. Both of these teams are fighting Man. for their playoff lives. Uh, of course, you got Mason Rudolph out there. I'm playing him in a super flex. I'm playing Big Dick Rudolph out there. So <laughs> it's, it's the Christmas season. Rudolph going to lead me to the promised land. Yeah. Uh, Geno Smith. You know, look when he's on, he's on. And uh, you know, last week he was he got you twenty fantasy points. So um, you know. The Steelers are a mid matchup. Uh, they can be tough or they can't be tough. You know, it just depends on their mood. But they're they're having to travel to Seattle. They're playing at home. So, yeah, I'm playing Geno. Uh, Kenneth Walker had a bad week last week. So, I expect him to, try to bounce back this week. He's the only running back there I want to play. Warren or Najee, who are you playing in I'm, this matchup? I, I stand by Warren every week, every time. So, last week. Warren went eight for 24, had six targets, five for 30. No tuds. He got you 10.4 fantasy points. Najee uh, had 19 for 78 yards and a touchdown. Scored yep. you 13 fantasy points. The, so I think the, he had a fumble, though. So here's the thing about Najee. He didn't have a fumble. That, that everybody needs to know. Najee's probably going to get the goal line. He's not going to get any of the, hardly any of the pass catching. Yeah. And so I feel like Najee's the more upside because he could get two stupid touchdowns he and, could and he could he could vulture a couple touchdowns but warren is your safer play uh but he could also break so i don't know yeah i guess i guess i'll probably roll with uh warren in this too i guess looking looking at this if if i if it's a full point ppr i roll warren if it's a half point or no ppr i go Najee. okay that makes because because Najee got you 13 points last week with no catches no anything yeah. warren would have gotten you 12 points with Half, with full point PPR, half point PPR, he got you nine and well, a half. This is nine, a full point, point, point that I'm looking at. He got you ten point four. Okay, eleven. Points, excuse me. He had five catches, eight carries. Yeah, so two and a half. So it would have been nine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I misadded my. So almost eleven points. Ten, yeah. uh, t- ten and a half points. And Najee got you thirteen. That's the same, except Najee got a touchdown. Right. So I mean, yeah, you take away the touchdown, then Najee's you know yeah four three, and a half six or up. six points. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Deontay Johnson. Yeah. You know, Last week hurt was, people's feelings. Yeah, it, it, but he still had five targets. It Seattle's still hurt my a feelings. plus matchup, but so was Cincinnati. <laughs> 
But you know who didn't hurt people's feelings? George Pickens. No, he hurt everybody's <laughs> feelings that were playing against him. <laughs> and everybody who dropped him because, like, Yeah, or everybody who benched him. Yeah, and redraft, everybody's like, this guy's not doing anything. I'm just going to drop him or pick somebody else up. I mean, the week before, you only put up, like, three points. That's so. what I'm saying. Like, it's it was, yeah, it's been. Yeah. Uh, but, and look, Pickens is a guy who can win you your championship or lose it if you put him in your lineup. Yeah. So, he could go nuclear or he could goose you. Yep. Uh, I think Deontay is a safer play. He's He's going to have a fairly solid floor. But I don't know if there's a ton of upside. DK, um, I mean, the man is beautiful, and all he does is get buckets. Yeah, he's yeah. ever since week 13, he's been getting double-digit fantasy points. Um, I mean, he's in the lineup, obviously. Uh, JSN, JSN's become uh, pretty solid the last few weeks. Um, I mean, he had 11 targets, seven targets. He only had four, but then he caught all four in week 15. Um, and then he had seven targets again last week, so I feel I feel good about putting JSN in the the lineup. Yeah, um, the you know Lockett also pretty stable. I, I would I would be okay playing all three of these guys. Yeah, with without um, any issue. Yeah, and then Fryermuth. Here's the one I don't. I'm probably not touching Fryermuth. It's just it hasn't been great. Um, he played 63% of the snaps last week and got zero targets. It's been, Darnell Washington had more targets yeah. in last week than – So, I don't, I don't know. More it, targets it, than it's, him. And obviously not playing any tight ends with Seattle. It's so. so crazy. He comes back off the injury and plays 53%, gets one target, and then 59% and had 11 targets for nine catches and 120 yards. You're like, the Muth is back. <laughs> and then you don't hear from him again. Yeah. It's like uh, it's so inconsistent. Yeah, but. it's it's sad. All right, next game on the slate: the Bengals eight and seven, the Chiefs nine and six. Both of these teams fighting for the playoffs. Uh, Chiefs are fighting for a division. So, yep. um, Jake Browning. Uh, I, I wonder if last week um, the clock struck midnight for Browning. You know, he he threw forty two passes. I mean, he's been averaging roughly forty passes or uh, just about since he's been in. But he also threw three picks. He did throw the um, And so, Kansas City's defense is pretty tough. So, I'm, I, don't, I definitely don't want to play Browning if I, if I can get away from it. Um, I believe in my heart of hearts, and this might just be me trying to manifest it. I think that Mahomes is going to go nuclear this week. I think so. I'm putting it out there. This is the week that that Mahomes and this, this uh, Chiefs offense are going to go bonkers. They're just going to bring everything back and yeah. do it all. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. Because here's the other problem. Pacheco may not play this week. Um, he's dealing with concussion. If Pacheco's not out there, McKinnon's on the IR. Yep. CEH is going to be their only running back, which means it's going to have to be a pass fest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sure they'll bring someone else up to be the running back. I don't know who right now, but let's see how that goes. Um, I, I, and, and I'm definitely going to play CEH in any leagues that I can get him if he's the only guy. Yeah. Um, and so, um, Mixon, yeah, you're playing him. Uh, Chase Brown, he's an upside play. You're just hoping he's not going to get a ton of work, but you're hoping he can break one for a touchdown. I don't, I haven't heard anything on Jamar. I don't expect Jamar Chase to play this week. Um, he mispracticed today. So, um, I don't, I don't know that he plays. I don't feel good that he plays. Yeah. Based off the injury and what they were saying last week. Um, but they need to win, so if he can get out there, I'm sure he will be. I'm definitely playing T. Higgins. Uh Tyler Boyd without Chase last week had seven targets, caught five of them. So he's a he's a decent flex play. Um, but I wouldn't expect a ton of upside. 
And Rasheed Rice has been pretty solid here of late, but that's the only wide receiver on that side of the ball I'm willing to play. I need Kelsey to get back in the saddle. If you got Kelsey, you're running him out there. Um, you, just, you just hope for the best. And then uh, um, Tanner Hudson. Um, Tanner Hudson or Smythe or Logan Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tanner kind of hurt my feelings last week. I I was on board with Tanner being a – emerging tight end in the league if he was any better he'd have been on fuck that guy three times that's that's, that's what i'm saying like, exactly i mean it was it's one of he's one of those that these late weeks in the season has been an emerging tight end and somebody that you felt at least confident enough to put in yeah. you know your tight end spot well you and know when your quarterback throws three picks three picks you yeah. got you don't even get the ball as much yeah, yeah i mean it's but I, I I don't know. Hopefully he learns from that and something changes. But I don't know. I'm probably still playing Smythe or Logan Thomas over Tanner Hudson. All right, the Sunday night game: the Green Bay Packers seven and eight against the Vikings seven and eight. Both these teams are still fighting desperately to try to get into the playoff mix. Mm. Um, and so, uh, matter of fact, that division. Um, wait a minute, no, it's not. I'm sorry. Detroit. I, I always forget Detroit's balling in that division. Yeah, Detroit's, and they've already yeah. locked up that division. Yeah, they're they're up there. Yeah. <laughs> so you're playing Jordan Love. Uh, he, he's uh, he, he's been living up to what you wanted the last two weeks with this matchup. Matter of fact, uh, you know the only week that he's hurt you is against the Giants in Week 14. But since then, he is he's been pretty money, and he was money last week. Yeah, um, I expect it. Minnesota, and I will say this: be wary. Minnesota is. Been very tough against quarterbacks. Sneakily, yeah. sneakily good. Yeah. Uh, Brian Flores has got that defense just balling. But if you got this far with love, you're playing him. Aaron Jones. I mean, he's uh, he's he's. I'm, I'm not gonna say he's back, but he's at least getting double digit fancy points for you. He played 21. He had 21 carries last week. That's the best he's had all season. I mean, yeah. the most he's had all season. So that's all I ask. Yeah. Be out there and carry the ball. That's um, uh, Tyler Chan- Ty Chandler, I'm playing him. I, I I feel like he's the starter now. But when Madison came back last week, Madison got more of the passing work. Oh no, actually, neither one of the running backs got any passing work. Sorry, yeah, they didn't get any. But uh, you know, I, I'm not expecting a ton out of either of those guys. But if I had to pick one, it's Chandler. Um, you got to keep an eye on what's going on with the with wide receivers for Green Bay. They got a, a lot of them are hurt. Wicks went out. Watson's still dealing with stuff. Reed's still dealing with stuff. If I got Dobbs, he's in. Um, you know, he had a really good week last week, and he could just be good uh, because no one else is out there. Yeah. Um, if Watson, Wicks, and Reed are out, then I'm willing to play Heath as well. Luke Musgrave, and, and now with with um, Tucker Craft, I mean, you got two good tight ends. The problem with that is, is I don't know who's going to be what if Musgrave comes back. So that could be a dicey situation there as well. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson, yeah, obviously he's playing. Um, so Jordan Addison uh, missed practice today dealing with an ankle issue. So, uh, you know, monitor that. If Addison's not out there, then I'm willing to play Osborne. If Addison's out there, I may want to fade him just because I don't know how healthy he's going to be. Yeah. Um, and I'm not looking to play any tight ends. Although I, I, a sneaky play, especially in DFS, maybe is Josh Oliver. Josh Oliver's been okay at times when he's had to be out there um, this and, season. And, I mean, with and the loss Hawkinson, of Hawkinson, yeah. yeah. I mean, he could he could easily be a target hog. Yeah. And so that might be a sneaky play. Um, he might – I don't know. i got to think about that. He might be somebody that I'd play over Smythe. Over Smythe, yeah. yeah. I mean, with the absence of Hawkinson, yes, because, I mean, that's a 
the the tight end position there the last two years yeah. since they got Hawkinson has been a very important. like targeted yeah. yeah important part of their offense. I mean, and with Hawkinson getting what probably seven to I don't I'm not looking at seven to nine targets a game. I would imagine it's probably pretty hefty. yeah that's yeah, that's probably pretty close. So I mean Josh Oliver if he even if he gets five of those yeah. you know what I mean I mean that's. He could be a pretty sneaky definitely play. Ramps but he's that definitely up. somebody I'm going to be looking at in DFS. Yeah, I promise yeah. you that. Definitely, definitely. All right, there it is. There is some key games of the week. All right, and from there we're going to roll into Daniel's don'ts. Mm-hmm. All right. So my don'ts of this week, and and look, I get it. These guys got you here, and you may not have better options, but I'm just going to put them out there. If you got better options, these are the people you should probably avoid, in my opinion, is Saquon Barkley against the Rams. Yeah, I said it. Here's the deal. And 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 uh understand me when I tell you this. The last six weeks, the Rams have been the toughest team against running backs. And I'm not talking about like just kind of tough. I'm talking about they've been shutting running backs the fuck down. Um last week they played Alvin Kamara. Um, and they shut Alvin Kamara down. So, oh, wait a minute. Was it the Rams? No, who did the Rams play last week? Was it the Saints? No. No, they didn't play Alvin Kamara. Saints won last week, I think. And no, the Rams didn't. won, didn't they? Oh, my God. I know God. Derek Carr owned the game. And Hold on. I'll tell you who Worked some magic. I had it uh, all in my mind. Um, yeah, they did play the Saints. Sorry. Oh, okay. And the Saints yeah. lost? Yeah. And last Makes week, sense. Alvin Kamara got you nine Oops. points. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, he, he had a... Uh, 16 receiving yards and 19 rushing yards. The only thing that saved your week, if you're in a full PPR, was the five points you got for the reception. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, if you can fade Barkley this week, if you are in a league where you just went crazy, I'd play James Conner over Barkley this week. I would play, if Josh Jacobs is healthy, I would play him over Barkley this week. Um, I might even play Zamir White over Barkley this week. If Jacobs, if Jacobs does doesn't play. play, yeah. So I'm just saying, if you can fade him, and then I I get it, guys. Joe Flacco is the hero of the world right now. He came off his couch and he's out there slanging and dealing, but he is going against the Jets, and the Jets destroy quarterbacks. They destroy them. And Joe Flacco, for all that he is, here's one thing he does: he throws picks. And I'm I'm telling you, if you can fade Flacco, fade him. Play the brisket. Play, play. Uh, um, what's his lips for the Giants? Um, uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Play these guys. I would play both of them over them. I I would be. I would consider playing Nick Mullins over Flacco this week. I said it. Look, I know it's crazy. Flacco's just he was the QB one on the week. But um, okay, I, so Durham Smythe or Joe Flacco <laughs> at quarterback? I I'll probably play Flacco on that that instance. And at tight end, I'm playing Smythe. Superflex. Uh, Smythe. <laughs> no, I still play Flacco. Yeah, still play. Yeah. Take a shot with Flacco. Yeah, yeah. but um, but in a quarterback league, I, I I'm trying to fade Flacco, and then I don't want shit to do with the Bears running backs. Falcons are tough against running backs. I don't know who the fuck is going to be yeah. or who's going to play. I'm staying the fuck away from them. Makes so there sense. it is. Barkley versus the Rams, Flacco versus the Jets, and any of the Bears running backs. All right, and from there we're going to roll into Baker's Bottoms. Okay, with Baker's Bottoms this week, I went a little – I went after people that, 
you've probably heard of. Um, my my running back Baker's bottom this week, and it's strangely based on usage and a shitty offense. But uh, Cordero Patterson, he's owned in two percent of leagues, and he's averaging like five, four, five carries and one or two targets a game. I mean, this is a guy nobody's looking at, and it sucks to. It's hard to really use Baker's bottoms in this part of the season. Baker's bottoms are more relevant, you know, early to mid-season to get you down to this. And once you've gotten to this playoff, you've kind of set a team to where Baker's bottoms really don't matter, honestly. But it could turn one up. Um, I just I feel like this is this is going to be a good week. One of the two good weeks he's had all season. Well, first and this of all, could turn up. Don't say that Baker's one. bottoms don't matter because <clears throat> when you're in a a loser bracket <laughs> with a dynasty team, if you're fight if you're fighting yeah. in a the the depths of all of it, <laughs> so that 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 matters to me. It, it does it does make that much of a difference. But I mean, Cordell Patterson had seven touches last week and two targets, caught both. He ended up getting you, what, 26, 36. He got you like seven and a half points last week. Yeah. You know, and this guy's only owned in 2% of all leagues yep. everywhere. So, I mean, if you Matter need. Fact, I'm going to look right if now. you need something. And it's a, it's a decent matchup against Chicago because you can only do so much against the people you're not expecting to play the game. I mean. Yeah, because I'm slated at 105, and the guy I'm playing against is, is uh, projected at 154. Oh, yeah. That sounds like <laughs> my week last week. <laughs> so, my week last week was very similar, except I finished out with 70, and he finished out with 284. <laughs> because he had pickings. Oh, Cordero Patterson is on waivers. I was just saying. <laughs> Increasingly being used more and more the last couple of weeks. It's oh, it's man. not huge numbers, but I don't know who I'm. Be- I, I I'm not playing. I'm not benching Demarcus Robinson. He's been my hero. Yeah, no, he definitely is a hero. Demario Douglas against Buffalo. I'm not going to bench him either. Yeah, no, I, I like Demario Douglas. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a tough call. <laughs> we'll have to I'll have to examine that further. So, who's your other bottom? So, my next Baker's bottom wide receiver Trey Palmer for mm-hmm. the Buccaneers. Yep. It's strange. He's been playing decent percentage between 60 and 70% through most of the games. And last week he had six targets. Two weeks ago he had five. The week before that he had five. And it's against New Orleans. And New Orleans is somewhat of a tough defense. And I think if they kind of put pressure on Evans and Godwin, Trey Palmer's going to be there. Yeah, and they're tougher and against the run too. So that, that could push some of those targets that maybe go to White. Open know, up and kind yeah. of move stuff around. So I think Palmer could have a good week this week. Now that I've said it on Baker's bottom, it's probably not what's going to happen. But, you know, still, (laughs) say it out there. And then, tight end-wise, Tommy Tremble. This, I mean, this is an opening up offense, a dollar short and a day late or whatever the thing is. Mm -hmm. You know, Panthers. I've kind of wanted to – I've wanted to put Tommy Tremble on this list since, like, week two. Like, I I feel there's something there talent-wise with him. He's a a guy – He's like, athletically. Yeah. He is somebody that the Panthers have used to run the ball. They've used him on screen plays. They've used him as a gadget type player. He's very super athletic. The, his blocking has kept him off the field, yeah, because uh, f- he's not very good at it. But <laughs> with um, Hayden Hurst, uh, was not Hayden Hurst. Was it Hayden Hurst? Yeah, they went the Pan- out. Yeah, yeah, he's got the with, uh... with, with with him basically getting amnesia and, and having a like a terrible concussion. Yep. Um, and, and so now. 
And the other thing is, is the Panthers are in, let's see what the fuck we got mode. So yeah. you, it's time to, to figure out what they got with, with Trimble. And I think athletic, he's, he's somebody who, as a tight end, he can take it to the house just about anywhere on the field. So he's a super athletic guy and somebody that could really um, do some special stuff if given the opportunity, I think. And, and last week, I mean, it wasn't his highest percentage snap, but he did get six targets, the most he's gotten yeah. all season long. And he came down four for 59. I mean, yeah. that's – there's another that's, tight end, Sullivan, who's their blocking tight end now. He got he got targeted. Yeah. He got targeted a good bit last week too. Like yeah. He got five targets last week, which I looked into him. But yeah. I think the he's, way that he's just your old, he's just your run of the mill tight end. Yeah, yeah. What the way the way that they're opening their offense up at least this last week, and I hope this continues because whatever they're doing right now is what they need to try it, to perfect. That's what they should have been doing all fucking Exa- season. They should work on this because that's yes. that's what's doing good. And I think this this opens up for Trimble. And honestly, in this against Jacksonville. Yeah. You're you know looking at um Bryce Young. I'm looking at Tommy Trimble probably being a top target for him yeah. this week. Okay. So I mean, I I like it for Baker's bottom. All right. Well, there it is. There's Baker's bottoms. All right. So, we're going to close it out now with our smashes of the week. So, we'll hit that um There it is. <laughs> All right. So, um I, I'm I I thought about going with Stafford, um, no, I'm talking about Purdy against the Commanders. I thought about that get right, and yeah, the get right all. But I'm, I'm going to put it out there. This is my team. This is the guy I was hyped about all season. I finally saw something last week, and and and, and this isn't just me doing it because it's favorite. I really, I have a feeling based off of what I saw the Panthers do last week that I think they're opening it up. I think they they want to see if he can be what they want him to be. Mm-hmm. They're 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 gonna they're calling plays that are forcing him to throw the ball downfield. And um I think the run game has helped slow some of the pass rush down with what the opponents are playing. And so I may be wrong, I may be crazy. Uh, Josh Allen for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the defensive end, may just dominate this game and completely kill any chance. But I think that Bryce Young and obviously, in single quarterbacks, no one's putting Bryce Young in. I get that. And some super flexes, out of desperation, you may be wanting to look for somebody. And this is really more of a, if you are looking for somebody in a super flex, Bryce Young could be somebody that you snatch up to get you that 18 to 24 point week. He had a really good week this last week, finishes a top 10 quarterback. I think he can go out there this week. DJ Chark started coming on. The offense started clicking. And I think they started getting something going. You just talked about Trimble and them opening it up with their tight ends. So I, I think they're going to build on that. Jacksonville, outside of their pass rush, um, isn't the toughest defense in the world. They're kind of mid to actually kind of a plus matchup. So I really um, – this is kind of a low-key rivalry with, Jack, uh, with with Jacksonville because they both came into the NFL the same year. Obviously, one to the AFC, one, one to the NFC. And so I, I think this is a big week for the Panthers. And um, I want. I think they want to show that Bryce Young can go out there and do it. And uh, I'm expecting them to call some plays and get the game plan sorted and I, and for him to have a big week. So. I, I like it. I mean, I liked a lot of what I saw last week. I mean, I even went back and watched a lot of clips and some condensed footage of yeah. the game and stuff because I was, I was truly shocked 
with DJ Chark's outcome and yeah. even Tommy Tremble. Some of these guys, they got so many more targets, and he still threw similar passes. He just opened everything up, right. which allowed the, the field to break. It I down saw field. the arm talent that I saw some of the arm talent that I thought had been lacking throughout the season, and I don't know why that is, but I I felt like he was a little. He's been super conservative all year, and I felt like he was a little more aggressive last season, last week. I think they're trying to tell him. Quit throwing the ball away. Look for a play. Try to make a play. Trust your playmaking yeah, ability. Push it downfield. Yeah. Trust your yeah. trust your receivers. Let, yes. that, let them do some work right. too. I mean, and I think that, that that they're finally starting. Maybe that's finally starting to click. So, who's your quarterback smash? Last week was his first week all season over three hundred yards. It was actually it's the first week yeah. over two hundred fifty yards. Yep. I mean his best week yep. was two forty seven. Yep. So I mean it, he was, it, it, it definitely looked it definitely looked a lot right better. when he was been scrambling out of the pocket most of the season he scrambles out. Doesn't see anything, just throws it out. Of just throws it out. And so last week he was throwing it. You know, a couple of those passes that DJ Chart caught, there were there was multiple coverage. He just found a little. He threw him in a very tight window. Yeah, found a crease and he I, went with yeah. it and just routed it. Yeah. And, and and I don't know. You know, getting rid of, um, the you know getting rid of Frank Wright and some of the other coaches. I think has forced maybe somebody looked at him and said, "Hey, in college you have big windows. Yeah. In the NFL." You have very small smaller. windows, yeah. so you have got to if you want to be successful, you got to throw into tight windows. So. You got to throw it, just throw uh, the ball. I'm a, I'm gonna go true to my form. I, this is gonna be Josh Allen's week. Okay, I'm even gonna go as far as saying that this is gonna be his best week of the season. Oh, fantasy, snap. fantasy wise, I think he's gonna be his. I think he holds back. He doesn't throw any picks. I almost went with this same week. thing that you're saying with Mahomes. Almost picked uh, yeah, Mahomes over. I think Bryce, it was gonna yeah. be this. I just, I, it's like I said when we just did the games. I, I really think Mahomes. Mahomes gonna, gonna have that. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, sorry. I, I'm at, look. This is a like they keep saying that the Bills hold their fate in their hand. For the end of the season, it's a win and end kind of yeah. situation. They have to win, and realistically, looking at all of it, as as bad as Josh Allen is at, you know, some of his judgment calls and stuff, and the picks he throws and stuff, he's twice as good of a leader and twice as good of a football player. Yes, yeah. he's out there just owning the game and winning it and doing everything Look, he can. And I think Josh it's be Allen is, I, w- I won't say he's a full on gunslinger, but he's he's in that Brett Favre mold. He's better than Brett Favre. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying yeah. I think he's a better quarterback than Brett Favre. And I think when I don't think he'll lead the NFL in touchdowns and interceptions when he retires. Um, but he, he might. Yeah, yeah, but he is. He's going to. Uh, he definitely has the ability to just, just uh, be at, in in moments where you watch him. You're like, this might might be top three greatest quarterbacks that are playing the game. So, like, I've noticed last few weeks, like, I heard – I watched a video about a stat line about Allen and everybody focusing on his interceptions and all this stuff and then then looking at, you know, what he's done outside of his interceptions. But I, the last few games I've kind of looked and went back and looked at his interceptions. And I think what Allen's – not his problem is, but it, it's almost like he trusts his receivers too much – that he tries to anticipate and puts it where they're supposed to be, and that's where he gets in. You know, he gets locked up when the defender well, figures out that, the think, routes don't work right. out the way that they were intended on paper, and right. he trusts his receiver to be there too much, and it ends up not being the case, and the defender ends up coming Well, up it's another it. thing, too, of and, – and the thing is, if defenders watch film and, and they think that they see a quarterback who anticipates a little too much – 
yeah, then they can figure out tendencies and they and can have say, it get in front of that right, and they can say if I cheat, if I if if I disguise coverage a little bit, then maybe I can um, bait him into making this throw because yep. he's always doing this. But I think there's a similar thing going on with Mahomes in that he has an idea in his head what a receiver should do yeah. at, at a given moment, and he throws the ball based off of what a receiver should do. What should happen. And he's not throwing it based off of what they're, they what, are doing. What's actually going on. You know, yeah. He threw one pass to Rasheed Rice. It, it was like a they needed a first down. He threw it, and he basically almost hit Rasheed Rice right in the back of the head because Rice was running his route. But it was zone coverage, and Mahomes saw the hole. Well, first he was getting fucking yeah, he had it all rushed. up in his face. Yeah, he was and, all up in the face. But place. he also there was a hole. Whereas a veteran receiver like a Juju yeah. would have just turned and sat down in in, in this coverage and waited, it and, then, yeah. and then and then gave his quarterback a chance to throw the ball. Whereas Rice is a rookie and he's just running. Oh, this is a route I got to run. And I think that there's yeah. a little bit of that going on also with Kansas City, of you know, yeah. This is this is what they're supposed to be doing, but they're not doing it. Yeah. And so either they need to get better at doing what they're supposed to be doing, or you need to get better of uh, uh, of not riding, expecting them. Yeah, exactly. You know, and riding and, the play know, out instead yeah, of you yeah, know a little bit more playmaking yeah. type stuff and less anticipating. Yeah. So. And I think that's a lot. That's what I feel personally is a lot of Allen's demise is the fact that he knows his 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 runner's supposed to do this. Yeah. And it just isn't yeah. there yet or you yeah. know because sometimes like you said i mean these people get they get it's all in their face you you're looking at less than a second of decision making in order to put this ball out there right and i mean it, he's, he's well and their so offense good. changed mid-season too yeah that's true you know too. it's the it, same offense but it's a different play caller so there's yeah. a little bit of that more cook involved and yeah. kind of you know you bring defenses right. have to react differently and yeah yeah yeah, yeah so. but i i just think i think this is going to be an allen week that everybody's like oh th- he got me here this is why he's won right now. This is why he's number one, and he's going to win you the championship with a big week. All right. Well, who's your running back smash? My running back smash is the smash of the season. Jameer Gibbs, Uh-oh, man. snap. Like, this guy is money on money. He's out there allowing um, Montgomery to still be a top 15 running back in the league and just owning defenses, man. He when is, that offense is clicking, they're scary. It, it's insane how bad. He, how good he looks out there it, it almost makes me wish i'd have like been able to predict this over like Bijan. you know you could have went Bijan's an amazing running back i'm not trying to take anything from him but it, if this year shows anything it's that you don't really know who that one who that guy's gonna be i mean i don't jameer's probably finishing higher overall standings than Bijan. And Bijan is the one for his team, and Jameer's yeah. the two. Essentially, I mean, I guess he's the one now. But I mean, had David Montgomery not gone out those few weeks, we might have saw something different. But I just think, man, Jameer Gibbs is taking people straight into the championship and beyond. Man, he is just money in the bank, and I'm. I think it's going to be another big week against Dallas. If James Cook can run all over him, Jameer Gibbs, I, I'm scared to see what Jameer Gibbs can do. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like That's that's a good call. Uh, my running back smash of the week is um, the same game as the quarterback is, but on the other side of the ball, Travis Etienne against the Panthers. The Panthers are soft against the run. Um, especially if Lawrence doesn't play, they're going to depend on that. Beat Hart's going to need Etienne yeah. to go out there and dominate. But even if Lawrence plays, I think Etienne's going to have a big week. Um, he's going to have a little bit of a bounce back. He's kind of – 
you know, he's kind of been down a couple weeks. He's been a little mad. Yeah, yeah, last few weeks. Jacksonville needs this dub. They yes. need they they are fighting for their playoff lives right now, and uh, they got to injure quarterback. Even if Lawrence plays, he's still injured. Yeah, dude's dealing with like fourteen different injuries over the last three weeks. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. um, so I uh, I expect uh, Etienne to go out there and have a big week against the Panthers. I like that. And then my wide receiver smash of the week is Brandon Ayuk at Washington. I think this is going to be a bounce back for all. 49ers, and I think Ayuk is going to – we're going to be reminded of how this guy's been super dominant throughout a majority of the season. He has been tapered off when Debo kind of stepped up the last few weeks, but – excuse me. I think uh, I think this is going to be the week for Ayuk to uh, hit – they're going to hit a couple deep balls and uh, maybe a couple touchdowns. going to be nice. I, I like that a lot too. I, I thought Ayuk was going to turn a big one up this last week because I think there was like – there was a run of like uh, uh, four or five passes. It was like Ayuk for 13, Ayuk for nine, Ayuk for 11. It was just insane how much they brought him into this particular instance in the game. And I was like, wow, he's going to finish with like 9,000 points before the end of this game. They're just throwing yeah. him so frequently. But um, So my wide receiver smash this week, um, <sighs> Mr. Puka Nakua. I'm, I'm playing against him in two leagues. I don't like – I don't like picking people that I'm playing against because I think I'm jinxing myself. But I, I can't not pick Puka. I mean, this guy... He was my pick until I found out you already had him. So Absolutely setting rookie records out here. Just, just doing work. No matter how you look at it, this guy is phenomenal. He's had three weeks below double-digit weeks and only six weeks below 20 points. I mean, in a full... full Full point PPR. It's just insane what this guy is doing right now overall. I mean, you're looking at for the season, he's seventh overall half point and full point. Yeah, dude's amazing. Hundred. He's got 96 receptions for 1,327 yards. As a rookie. As a rookie. Yeah. Now, only five touchdowns, but he yeah. doesn't need two touchdowns. No. He's, just, he's just murdering people on the field, man. Laying them out everywhere. Yeah, and catching a lot of passes. He's also yeah, playing dude. football. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And then um, tight end for this week, um, mark my word, he finishes tight end one this week, Jake Ferguson. He can't because my guy's going to finish I, tight Jake end Jake Ferguson one. is going to blow up the competition out there. He's just going to go out there, and he's going to be the only person that – I mean, CeeDee Lamb, of course, but Ferguson is going to be the guy that makes Dak look halfway decent as really? a quarterback this week. I really okay. do think so. It's, 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 a good, it's against Detroit. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I said this every other time, and it's never been. So, <laughs> Detroit's going to have a big game. Dallas is going to have a big game, and it's going to be on the shoulder of Laporta and Ferguson. I was torn between the two of them, which one I was going to go with this week, and I think Ferguson's going to be the one to rise up and take over it. Well, it's going to be hard for your guy to finish as the tight end one because my guy is the tight end one over the last few years, and he is about to bounce back and remind everybody. I know I told you earlier that I believe He was son, old and burnt up, and yeah. he's done. and But he's got one more inning. Used rubber, throw him away, He's got just one done. more inning. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and it's this week. Travis Kelsey is going to he, – he was super pissed, and you see his uh, comments uh, about it, um, about, uh, you know – the game in his podcast and, yeah. and how he felt. Um, and on top of that, the Bengals are like the 
second to last worst yeah, they're, against they're, tight ends. They're pretty bad against tight ends. And so I think on uh, you know we talked about how Mahomes is going to go nuclear. Well, in order for him to go nuclear, Kelsey's going to have to go nuclear. Somebody's got to catch the ball. Yeah, and they I think it's going to be yeah. Rasheed Rice. I think this is going to be the week that Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes remind everybody how they are Super Bowl champs and why they're always a winner. Okay. And so um, that doesn't mean that Kelsey's not going to still hang it up after the season. That doesn't mean that his son is setting on his career. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, can't no. go out like he's been going. He's got to. He's got to fight, and he's got fight in him. It's the he, Kelsey way. He does have a lot of fight in it. And so there it is. There's our smashes of the week. And that is it for this week. Um, you know, as, as we always say, if anything we say or do helps you get to that average place in your leagues, then we did our jobs. Because if you finish average. You didn't finish last. That's right. And so I uh, hope you guys didn't finish last out there. And we do hope that you, some, you know, the few of you that listen are still fighting somewhere for a championship. So y'all be good out there. I will go ahead and go on record greatest of luck if you're competing for championship win it do it and also happy new year oh yes happy new year we yes. will be we, we will yes. be back after the new year we'll see you next year we will see you next year um we are going to do a dfs podcast tomorrow if that's cool with with uh, matt we'll work that out yeah uh, hope, <laughs> we're gonna hopefully do a dfs podcast but i set uh, my lineup i don't like it but i set my lineup just so i can lock it and i didn't last week yeah. i said it and completely forgot all about it yeah and never went back we and had looked the same, at it we had the same quarterback, uh, but we had a different stack with him. I just noticed you stacked that, the running back. I stacked the wide receiver. I just noticed I lost, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I meant to go back and change <laughs> yeah, that. But yeah. either way, it's still what it is. But yeah, but yeah, no, I'm taking it. It's a win for me, man. Good luck out there, everybody, <laughs> and happy new year. Yep. And we'll say it again tomorrow because yep. in case you don't listen to DFS. Yeah. So y'all be good out there. Later. Holla.